40 Verses on Reality by Sri Ramana Maharshi, Part 4. The Absolute Self emerges when the individual I falls. If one inquires, who am I? Within the mind, the individual I falls down, abashed as soon as one reaches the heart, and immediately, reality manifests itself spontaneously as I, I. Although it reveals itself as I, it is not the ego, but the perfect being, the absolute self. Author's Comment you do not need to do anything to make the self more real. The self is already entirely real. The self is just hidden, like the sun behind the clouds. Clear away the clouds, and the sun appears. It has always been there. The I thought is like a ghost, with no form of its own. It seems to have the form of anything onto which it has been projected. This is why investigation into this I thought seems to m make it disappear. It was never there to begin with. When the I-thought is extinguished, you stand as you are, the self, one without a second. Practice note. Look within. Inquire. Can you find the form of your ego? Your sense of identity? You can find attachments of ego, like the body is me, and I am a woman, and such. Can you find the I, or me? What do you see when you look into the formless consciousness that lights up this I thought? Or when you inquire, who is this ego? Verse 31. Immersed in the self, nothing remains to be done. For him who is immersed in the bliss of the self, arising from the extinction of the ego, what remains to be accomplished? He is not aware of anything as other than the self. Who can apprehend this state? Author's comment. For the self, what is there to accomplish? For the self, there is no other, nothing to gain, nothing to lose, one without a second. So no one who can gain or lose. Practice note. How many are you? Are you multiple? With multiple existences and consciousnesses? Or are you just one? Is there one to know another, or just one? Verse 32. Investigate what you really are, and what remains is that. Although the scriptures proclaim, Thou art that, it is only a sign of weakness of mind to meditate, I am that, not this when you are eternally that. What has to be done is to investigate what one really is and remain that. Author's comment. The affirmation, I am that, 
is entirely mental. Does what you are now and always need any affirmation? Can it be made greater or lesser? Can reality be made more real? Eschewing this affirmation, what is to be done? Simply investigate the reality of your existence. Finding yourself to be open awareness without any attribute, just remain as that. Who you are and always have been. When you see that, th when you see this, you know that there is no alternative. Nothing else that you ever could be. Practice note. How do you get beyond the mental in your inquiry? Sometimes this is hard since the mind turns everything into an object, even non-objective reality. When you start to inquire, notice that you exist. You don't need your senses nor your thoughts to know that you exist. This existence is self-evident, something that you know at a level deeper than senses or thought. When you start inquiry this way, you are already deeper than the mind. Knowing that, stay with and as that. Verse 33. There is only one self. It is ridiculous to say either, I have not realized the self, or I have realized the self. Are there two selves? For one to be the object of the other's realization? It is a truth within the experience of everyone that there is only one self. Author's Comment This has both personal and universal significance. As far as the personal, Ramana says it, Ramana says it as well. Are there two selves? For one to be the object of the other? Is that your experience? The self is interior closer, as they say, than your breath. What do you find within when you inquire? Many or one? There are many ideas, many objects, but how many that know? From a universal view, Sankara said, Jiva is Siva, the individual is the absolute. This is also from the Upanishads with Tat Van Atsi, Thou art that. Both of these declare the identity of the seeming individual with the absolute being consciousness. Practice note. Are you one of many? Look deeply right now and see. What does it feel like? Ramana said the inquiry was more akin to feeling than thought. What does it feel like? One or many? What is your direct experience? Verse 34 Illusion is born of ignorance. It is due to illusion born of ignorance that men fail to recognize that which is always and for everybody, the inherent reality dwelling within its natural heart center and to abide in, in it. 
and that instead they argue that it exists or does not exist, that it has form or has not form, or it is non-dual or dual. Author's comment. This is easy to discern using the analogy of the rope and the snake. Entering a dark room, you see a snake. When illuminated, what seems what seemed a snake is only a rope. The illusion of the snake is due to the ignorance of its real form. It is as if the illusion of the snake obscured the reality of the rope. When the illusion is gone, when the light is brought in, the ignorance is no more, and the rope is clearly seen, as it is and always was. It was never a snake. Practice note. What within yourself is the inherent reality? What is always? Verse 35. To abide in the self is the only attainment. To seek and abide in reality that is always attained is the only attainment. All other attainments are such as are such as are acquired in dreams. Can they appear real to someone who is woken up from sleep? Can they that are established in the reality and are free from Maya be deluded by them? Author's comment. In the analogy of the rope and the snake, what is the significance of all the attainments of the snake? The truth of Ramana Maharshi's teaching is the utter unreality of the ego. All of these apparent attainments are for the ego. The self is all, so there is nothing to attain, nothing to gain for the self. Even abiding in the self is no attainment. It is a natural state. For the ego, though, it is the highest attainment. Verse 36. We are always that. Only if the thought, I am the body, occurs, will the meditation, I am not this, I am that. Help one to abide is that. Why should we forever be thinking, I am that? Is it necessary for man to go on thinking, I am a man? Are we not always that? Comment Inquiry is investigating your own being to see what is true and what is not. What is true is true always. What is not true is that we come, is that which comes and goes. Key to inquiry, then, is discrimination and negation. Discriminate the changeful from the unchanging, and the real from the real, or the, and the unreal from the real. Then dismiss and get rid of the ideas behind the, un behind the changeful. One way to do this is with negation. This is where neti neti, not this, not this comes into play to extinguish wrong ideas, ignorance about yourself. Use of negation, though, should be limited to this purpose. Saying, I am not this, I am that, as an affirmation, accomplishes nothing, 
since you are already and always that to begin with. You cannot make more real what is real. Practice note. Negation must be done thoroughly to be effective. Just saying or thinking neti neti is not enough. You must look deeply within yourself and find the different forms that your misidentification has taken. For example, if you try to discriminate to know the unreality of the body without a similar discrimination on the seeming actor that seems to act through the body, then you have not finished your work. Be thorough in your inquiry. Verse 37. Non-dualism in practice, non-dualism on attainment is false. The contention, dualism during practice, non-dualism on attainment, is also false. While one is anxiously searching, as well as when one has found oneself, who else is one but the tenth man? The tenth man refers to a traditional story of a party of ten fools who were traveling together. They had to cross a river, and on reaching, upon reaching the other shore, wanted to check whether all of them had gotten, gotten, safe, gotten across safely. Each one counted in turn, but each one counted nine others and forgot himself. So they thought the tenth man had drowned and began to mourn him. Just then a traveler came past and asked them what was the matter. He saw at once the cause of their mistake and in order. To convince them, he made them walk past him one by one, each giving them a blow as he passed and telling them to count the strokes. Author's Comment The path must be the same, must be of the same nature as the destination. Otherwise, how can it be useful? This is one reason why Ramana's self-inquiry is so powerful. Inquiry consists of the consciousness that one is trying to see directly. With truth as the path, then it does not create more ignorance, like expedient teachings that themselves will later need to overcome. With self-inquiry, the first step is the same as the last step. Practice note. Use consciousness to look at consciousness. Inquire. Know yourself. Verse 38. Not the doer, then no karma. As long as a man is the doer, he also reaps the fruits of his deeds. But as soon as he realizes his self, through inquiry, as to who is the doer, his sense of being, the doer falls away, and the triple karma, satchita, agami, prabda, karma, from a previous life, from the present life, and that is being worked out in this life, is ended. This is the state of eternal liberation. Apologies, I'm butchering some of these other, some of these uh, more traditional words. Author's comment. For whom is karma? It is, it is for the one who acts. This one receives the fruits of action, the karma. 
the body acts. Do you act? It is only when you clearly understand this question that you will know this truth experientially. Practice note. Who is the actor? Who takes action? Are you the doer? Does the vast absolute ever act? Does existence do anything? Verse 39. If no thought of bondage, then thoughts of liberation are not needed. Only so long as one considers oneself bound do thoughts of bondage and liberation continue. When one inquires, who is bound? Who is bound the self is realized? Eternally attained and eternally free. When thought of bondage comes to an end, can thought of liberation survive? These dualities exist only in your mind. When a duality is seen as one and thereby disappears, where did it go? Was it ever real? When the snake and rope is found to be a rope, where did the snake go? Author's Comment Dualities, like liberation and bondage, appear as pairs of seeming opposites. Without one of the pair, where is the other? Ideas of bondage and liberation are one of these pairs. None of these pairs exist in their own rights. They all depend on the light of consciousness for their apparent existence. They further depend on the mind for the idea of opposition. What opposition can there be in the self? Practice note. What happens when the dualities you think are real disappear? Verse 40. Escaping all form is the way to liberation. If it is said that liberation is of three kinds, with form or without form, or with and without form, then let me tell you that the extinction of three forms of liberation is the only true liberation. Author's Comment All things with form have a beginning and have an end. As long as you hold them to the form, you will not be able to plunge into the formless. The idea of form obscures the reality that lies beneath all form, which is consciousness, which is our very being. Forms rise in our mind as we make ideas of differences. Practice note. Does existence have a form? How about consciousness? Does the self have a form? Do you have a form? If you enjoyed this recording and would like to support this work getting out to a wider audience, please consider joining our Patreon, where different tiers allow you to submit personal questions, which will be addressed on one of the upcoming Q&A sessions, one-on-one -on -one chats, or even join one of our camping excursions. Currently, we host the camping excursions of Wild Satsang in Joshua Tree National Park in California. Go check out wildsatsang.org for more. Thank you for listening. Love you.